0: Welcome to another edition of Showtime with Coop. Insightful BS with my Laker teammates and NBA legends. But today, I'm going to be all alone because I can handle this. You know, as a defensive player, you got to guard the Larry Burr, the Michael Jordan, the George Gervin. And every now and then, you get put on that fucking island. And you know what? Coop held his own. But I still got to give a lot of credit to my teammates. They were always back behind me, Worthy, Kareem, Magic. They were always there to help me, Scott. But you know what? That On that island is, is, is no joke. If you've been living in a cave in the Ozarks under a rock and all of a sudden you just came out, LeBron James broke Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's scoring record. And wow, did he break it. Nick. I mean, I, you know what, when Kareem broke that record, I said, you know what, I, I, that, that's something that I'll never see in my lifetime happen, and here I am at 66, and I see Kareem's record broken by LeBron James. Now, the only good thing about it is, first of all, is LeBron, but the most important thing about it is that he's a Laker, so I don't mind that happening. I would have hated it, hated it, fucking hated it if it was a Celtic. But uh, not been really, really happy about it if it's been somebody else. But, again, LeBron in his Laker uniform broke cap in his Laker uniform record. And I think this kid is getting ready to kid. Well, uh, he's not a senior citizen yet. It's a, it's a very mature player. He's getting ready to set it. At 38,000, he caught Kareem. LeBron, the way he takes care of his body, the way he plays the game right now, is going to push this up. And he says he probably got two or three more years. Getting ready to push this up. I I think, Nick, by the time he finishes playing, it's going to be either 44,000 45,000 points. No one's catching that. Nobody's catching that in a long time. I think if anybody ever catches that, it's going to have to be one of two things. One, he's going to have to be a prolific, I mean, a prolific three-point shooter. And two, he's going to have to play 20 21 years to do it. And he's going to to come into the league scoring points. You can't come in the league on the, on the bench or playing sidekick to somebody. He's going to have to come in the league averaging as a rookie, first, second, third year, maybe 20, 22 points a game with some big games through the course of the season of 50, 60. Uh, but it's Ooh. going to be – that's one that's going to uh, go into our grandchildren's lifetime.
1: Well, I mean, like Kareem went to college – LeBron had the privilege, you know, the, the privilege. He had the ability to come straight from high school. That helped him, obviously, tremendously. Does the next guy have to do that? I believe so. I, I so. believe so. I believe they're going to
0: have to come in the league early. But if they go four years, then that means when they come in the league, they're going to have to be averaging for at least uh, three or four of their first four years. They're going to have to average at least 28 to 32 points a game. Like
1: Kareem did, right? After All season
0: Kareem. long. And they're going to have to shoot threes. And they're going to have to have at least out of an 82-game schedule. And, again, low management is preventing some of these guys from playing 82 games. They're going to have to have, through the course of the season, maybe 10 to 12 games where they're going to have to score 60 or more points
1: in order for that to happen. Did, did Kareem ever score 60? What was
0: his career high? I don't know, but Cat was giving them numbers.
1: Oh, I mean, he was, I think he had – 51, I'm not sure. I mean, but he was giving them like prolific numbers night in, yeah. night out. He never took a night off till he reached really to the last year where he really slowed down, right? I
0: see that's the significant part
1: about Kareem. And he's doing it with just shooting twos okay. and the old fashioned
0: and ones. Yeah. Uh, but that sky hook, he's sky hooking people to death. And all he's doing is averaging like 33, 34 a game, 35 a game every season, every season. And then you have one of those games where he do have big numbers. But uh kudos to LeBron. I mean, man, he, he's done it in a great fashion. I, I was be- at the game, Nick. I was at the game against O.K. Were you
1: Were you at the game?
0: I was at the game, and I I'm took dying. some training of mine to the game. And you know what? As the game was going, I got kind of tired because I had been doing a lot of things that day. I left at halftime. And I kept saying, you know what? Uh, he might go save a little bit. And he's Dude's hugging
1: playing. AC I uh, left
0: at halftime.
1: He's hugging uh, the 12th man on the 88 championship team, and Coop's not there. The sixth man, baby. How did you leave? You must have been feeling well. For you to leave that? I, I uh, you know what? I
0: can say I was there when he was on his way to it. He, <laughs> by the time I got home, I got the TV on. He was walking down there at the court like this, and I was like, Damn, I should have stayed there. Anyway, it was fun being there and just fun seeing this young man and his accomplishment. LeBron is one of a kind, man. You know what? you got to have a lot of respect, a lot of love for him. Uh, He's done this in a fashion that really not too many players can say. You know, LeBron has had a stellar career with, what, four different teams? Yep. Cleveland, Miami.
1: Cleveland twice. Twice,
0: yeah. Okay, and then with the Lakers. And you know what? This young man is never – and this is what I tell people, too. The reason why he has been so dominant is because LeBron don't have off-court distractions.
1: Not at all. He's never
0: been arrested, no drugs, great family life. Uh, he's not going through anything. So his whole focus, his mental focus can stay on basketball. And you know what? People don't understand how significant that is because when you got Look at Jim Brady, Tom Brady, Brady. you know, a divorce going on and you got lawyers and all that. That can be very distracting. And you know what? LeBron has never, his slate's been clean, and he don't have distractions. His whole focus is basketball.
1: He also, and I I mean, it's been unbelievable to say, I think it's been, what, two years since LeBron's in the playoffs. We're used to him being there year after year. But I think he still does a, a dark, he goes dark on social during the playoffs when he's in the playoffs. Makes a big difference. I mean, I know from covering the team to Celtics, at least Twitter and social media is always on these young men's mind. And I mean, I understand that. Like how could you not be at least curious about what people are saying about you? Right. But then you gotta be disciplined to shut it down. Kobe, LeBron, they're the ones that cross over to the social media era. Every pro season, they shut it down. And I think that's part of it too. But I mean, Coop, you retired, what you were 33, 32. My age. Yeah. Nineteen thirty-two, yeah. No, no, sick. No, oh I'm
0: 66. Be sixty-six. I know. Pretty sure I'm about to draw my kitchen, man. My social security check.
1: And I was psyched about that, man. Yeah. Wait, a minute. you were what? Thirty-three years old when you? When went? I left,
0: I was like 34, 35 when I left. And then you went
1: to Italy for how long? Yeah, for one year. Okay, so you paid, played till you were thirty-six. Yeah. How, could you? I mean, obviously LeBron's out of this world, but could you still play at the level? of intensity that LeBron is playing at at almost 40, 38, 39. I it, mean, it, it's just so different today. Kaplan's it
0: would be real difficult. It hard, would be very right? difficult uh, because, again, you know, and he's, he's uh, very fortunate. Obviously, with the way he plays, he commands a, a big financial game. So you can spend that's the money. I mean, he spends like a million, almost two million on just himself and taking care of his body and, masseuse and therapy and all of that stuff like that. So if you can do that, you can. But still, you have to have the wherewithal in your mind and the mindset. That that's what you want to do. I know some guys. I know a lot of guys when they, you know, I talked to several NBA players. When they turn 34, 35, they start thinking retirement. LeBron that's ain't true. thinking that way. And you know what, Nick? His other incentive, which is a big one, I think, he also does he not, – not also does he have the championship and trying to go for that, and I think that's kind of like going to egg at his heart in a little bit, but we'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. He's won the uh, scoring title, getting ready to push that to another level, but it's the other incentive. He wants to be the first NBA player to play with his son, in the league or on the same team, and that is something that keeps you going
1: too. That's crazy, man that's great well you're now at a position where obviously you're not playing anymore but you're watching your son go through the motions and get now become ranked i mean these this is big for you you imagine if you were able to play with the kid i mean that'd be crazy right you know what your ass man he kicked your ass nick that's fucking
0: unthinkable that's (laughs) not crazy that's fucking unthinkable and you know what the funny part about it is is that his son is pretty good, but I hear his younger son is better than Bronny, who's going to play. Bronny doesn't have the, the physical attributes that his dad had, but he's a very smart player, good passer, uh, real um, – he's about 6'2", 6'3", just nice size for a shooting guard in the NBA, can get up in the air. And the, fun, uh, the thing about it is that the Lakers can almost – the way we're playing now, and you know, I'm I'm always hoping the Lakers win a championship. But you have a, a favorite. Decision. Decision. they that's could afford favorite. to draft. They could afford to draft him next year. Yeah. Oh yeah, and just bring him in. Come on, let's bring the guy in and see what it's like. And that, that would be amazing to play with my dad, uh, the greatest scorer mm-hmm. in the game of basketball. And here I am, you know, like
1: the natural almost, right? Yeah. Like feels like that almost, even though the shoeless Joe wasn't his dad, but you know, he's playing with his hero. You know, and everybody always. Is- Like, we all remember the first time we beat our dad, whether it was basketball, cards, golf, fishing, whatever you were doing, right? So to be able to play on the same team, but what incredible shoes Bronny has to fill. Even if LeBron doesn't make it that way, right? If LeBron takes all the pressure off, just being his son is incredible to think that that'd be like Wilts kid coming in the league. You know, what a market that play.
0: would be. Do you think the Jameses is gonna exploit that to the maximum dollar? I think they would exploit that. The Lakers would love that. Hey, listen, we have part one. Now we got part two. Coming. <laughs> I'm Lakers. just gonna it off my head. But it, it, I mean,
1: pain, I, it pains me as a Celtics fan to say this, but I do mean it. it. It I'm going back full circle now. It it is fitting that the 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 number one scoring title goes from Wilt to Kareem, to LeBron, all wearing purple and gold. I mean, it's just, it is a, it's almost like, like it still doesn't feel right that you guys have the equal amount of championships that the Celtics have because, you know, Minneapolis nonsense, but the scoring title belongs nowhere else than, than in LA. It feels that way, at least. I mean, I was a little kid and I remember Kareem breaking that record as a kid. I honestly was like seven, eight years old, my family talking about it. You were there. So let's skip the Las Vegas part. What was it like when Wilt was there in 84 and compare it to, obviously, you know, you left early, but compare it to the hype that was in the crowd a couple nights ago.
0: Oh, it was the same. I mean, and you could – no, the, the uh, vibe was there before the game because people were playing OKC. Now, unfortunately we lost that game. But people knew something was going to happen, something big. You know, something big could happen. That would be the night. The next night, but it was been So the vibe was always there, and every time LeBron and the run was called, you got that same
1: anticipation, exploratory, and yeah. uphill. And we hit the shot, I mean, it was like, hey, it's two points as early in the game, but it was like
0: it was a game winning shot. So it was, it was, um, enlightening. I felt it. It was a lot of energy. I love that because I remember when being out in the court when Kareem uh, got hit. I, you know, every, every shot he took, it just the crowd that came to that crescendo, and And, you know, as Nick, I just made my hand. I wasn't there. to can see that. But, uh, yeah, I'm glad. And, oh, one thing, Nick, you might want to get um, a napkin. Oh, uh-huh. I can see the green spittle and the green snot coming out of your nose. all the envy that you're having, that green envy. Because, yeah, the Lakers are the greatest thing since sliced bread and basketball. (laughs) Everybody thought it was always the Boston Celtics, which it was in the beginning, but not anymore. This is all about purple and gold, baby. This is all about Laker lore. It's about Laker legacy. It's about Laker championships. And there's no other team other than that envious green leprechaun green suit wearing guy that uh can stand not they not even stand next to us anymore they stand behind us they stand behind oh, us come they're on like now that's stepchild. where
1: i gotta stop you but 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 i do have to say they're I, like
0: our stepchild they're behind us oh come and on we're the feet.
1: big brother we're, we're the mentor we mentored you guys
0: nick you know you can believe all that bullshit you want not even
1: <laughs> born, <laughs> <Coop>. <laughs> Now, wait a minute. I got to say this. I thought of you yesterday, and I know you've been extremely busy, so I didn't text you. But I watched the Bill Russell uh, documentary on Netflix, the part one. I'm going to give you the one spoiler because it was so you to a T. So it opens up. I think it starts with Chris Paul and then it flashes to Larry Bird. And he Bird now, I mean, it must have been current, which is so rare for him to do an interview. And he says, if there was no Bill Russell, who would even know who the Celtics were? Because he won all the championships. We won three. So, like, I thought of you to say, you know, Bird is realistic enough to say the Celtics are a fable now. They are, they are an, old, an old tale that happened 60-plus years ago. And since Bird retired and you guys, are not even retired, but since the Celtics got knocked out with you guys taking over, you guys have, the Lakers have owned the NBA with a little brief Michael Jordan in there, right? You were like the catalyst, your team to me, and I'm on fucking Zoom with you. It's like incredible. Like I still remember cursing at you in your high socks at the games, cut kind of picking on Bird, but. Back to, to, real quick, back to Kareem, and what was Wilt, did Wilt come in the locker room that night that he went to to meet, you know, give the ball to Kareem? Did he, like, talk to you guys, or was he just...
0: Wilt was just there. Uh, obviously, we were in Thomas and Mac Arena, so it was in the no, forum. No, no, I
1: mean, right. in, wasn't it wasn't in the forum. Well, I know they broke it in, in Vegas, but then on the night that when they stopped the game, it was at the forum, and yeah. Wilt was, like, not even dressed for the occasion. So well, Will has
0: his uh tank top on and you know his uh you know always flexing his muscles so the women could see, but no yes. Wilt was very gracious about it. Probably didn't didn't really um uh probably didn't really like that Kareem broke it because of uh Kareem was in Wilt's eyes, he didn't play hard all the time. But again, you know, Will gotta remember Kareem That Scott Hook, he saw that many times splashing in his face, and that wasn't on the volleyball or out on the beach. It was on the basketball court. But and you know what? Anybody with a great record like that probably have a little tinge of envy in them a little bit because they always want that record to stand, and I'm pretty sure. I mean, Kareem was very, very happy that LeBron broke it, but I'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. Cap was like, damn, uh, that's the only record I had that that really meant something, and now it's gone. But you know what? Kareem can still hold his head high because he's number two. You got to remember, he set the benchmark. Now LeBron gets an opportunity to do
1: that. So oh, he's that's a, cool. amazing feat. He got what six championships compared to Wilt's two and LeBron's four. I mean Kareem did it, and we, we this is over. this has been beat down to death. But he did it with no three. He did it, you know, with uh, going to four years of college. I mean, yeah, he played 21 seasons, but let's face it, that last year he was he was a shell of himself. So let's say 20 seasons. So really, you know, you look at it, not that the three was such a big part of LeBron's game, but I tend to think if we look at how many free throws a game LeBron shot versus Kareem, LeBron probably shot more.
0: And you got to put this in there, Nick, he played it at the probably the toughest position yes. you can play in the game of basketball, yes. in the I center when they could put hands on you all the time and bang on you and stuff like that. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, um, I think we've said everything we could about uh, how great LeBron is. One last question.
1: Did you talk to Kareem before you left early? Well, I talked to him the
0: night before I called him. and uh, just, I was just calling to see how he's doing. He looked good. He looked he, great on TV. Some uh, some weight and stuff like that. He'd been a little bit under the weather, but he looked good. And he was like, Coop, you know what? Hey, I'm just having a good time in life right now because uh, of that I, old thing. We ain't here for a long time. We're here for a good time. And, I and love, Captain's enjoying it.
1: You know, to me, it was like this. And I don't. I wouldn't normally say LeBron is humble, but I thought he was humbled. And Kareem was classy as ever. And I think Adam Silver did a good job. I mean, the whole, the Lakers did a great job, and I'm really anxious to see the All-Star game because Adam Silver said they're going to do something more elaborate. Would you go? Would they invite you guys, like your teammates and stuff, or... Well you can always go because you're in the retired players association. Yeah, I'm gonna go, but I don't go to all-star
0: games. I I'd rather <laughs> watch it at home on TV and stuff like that. I can watch but, them on um, TV. Uh just to finish up this conversation, because I do want to move on to the current Lakers yes, and yes. we're doing now and let you gloat a little bit because <laughs> uh Boston is the the cream of the crop
1: in the league. Oh, wow. I
0: still think they're gonna have a tough time making it oh, to the east. But uh, you know, LeBron deserves everything that he's accomplished because he's put that hard work into it. And never ever would take anything from him. And just proud and happy that a Laker, he's with the Laker organization that did it. And um uh I just can't wait to see how far he's gonna push the lead, the record up. He's gonna put some big numbers up there. So
1: you think but about that being said, one second, Coop, you think about it. I'm ransacking your show, but I I Durant, you think, okay, well, he's 34, maybe, and then you look that he's 12,000 points behind. he he could come close but it's not gonna be anything i mean you know So what i just i just cut you off i didn't hear you were still going i apologize no
0: i i think he could have i I believe he could have he could have really gotten close had he stayed with golden state i would with golden state i think he could really have gotten close because they catered to him he didn't have to play a lot of defense he didn't have to work hard there and when you have to play a lot like he did in, in the Nets, then unfortunately you come up with injuries, injuries, but that's part of the game. And uh, speaking of uh, people moving around, let's talk about the trades that went down, Nick. Yeah. You're listening to Showtime with Coop, Insightful BS with my friend Nick from Boston who yeah, I...
1: I so, baby who, who I'm
0: I really... Nick, yo, okay, I'll give you your whole name, but I call you Nick, okay, because it's like The Celtics. I don't say the Boston Boston Celtics. I just say the Celtics, okay? But, uh, you know, Nick, there's a lot of interesting moves. Obviously, the biggest one that everybody was talking about first was Kyrie going to the Mavs, and then all of a sudden, the Nets really blew it out the water and sent Durant to Phoenix. Uh, Along those lines, those are the two biggest names that moved around. How do you see I think Kyrie really helps the Mavericks.
1: I think Kyrie helps whoever he goes to if he become if he could be stable, right? And the Mavericks, I mean, that backcourt is going to be the best offensive, at least in the West. But man, they can't play any defense at all. They're a nightmare for you as a defensive guy, right? But it, and you see, like Lucas already has good things to say. They're in the honeymoon period. I think they they went to the Western Conference Finals last year. Why couldn't they get back there this year? The only thing that the rails, the, the Dallas Mavericks, in my mind, is lack of bigs, maybe, and, and Kareem, Kyrie's volatility. If Kyrie could be a model citizen and get that contract, I think that they, 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 it would be a Celtics-Mavericks finals, maybe, which I'd love. Well, I think you're wrong. I think it's
0: going to be, uh, first of all, the Mavs got to get through Phoenix. And Phoenix is a tough build. I think uh, Durant's going to add a lot of – going to ill a lot of their woes over there, you know, not being able to score, having a big-time score, You know, Chris Paul's at the end of his career, but now he has somebody that he can really go to and get the ball to. I still think the Memphis Grizzlies are going to create some problems for some people. Oh, they're, they're a
1: regular season team.
0: And my heart – you know where my heart lies. I believe the Lakers are going to make a run. I think they're going to get into the playoffs. And before we talk about them, let's talk about the Lakers' moves that they made, getting rid of Russell Westbrook. And coming in, you have D'Angelo Russell, uh, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt. And those kids played last night uh, up at Golden State. Lakers won a big game up there. uh, It's kind of like pulling a little bit closer. I think we're three or four games in the lost columns out of that play The rest is Uh, lucky
1: they're they're all so close. Watch
0: watch out for the Lakers. I think if they can get in there, A.D. stays healthy. And, again, that's always our theme. If A.D. stays healthy, I think the Lakers are going to cause some people some problems. But um, great moves by everybody around. Those are just some of the biggest names that was out there that that moved around and found new homes. And
1: I think it was like
0: 49 players traded. Uh, I saw a thing where it was like 10% of the league, and that had never happened before, that many players that that moved from team to team.
1: The Durant thing so I talked to Durant on occasion believe it or not I would message back he to one well he's been radio silent since the Kyrie thing and for me I think it's a it, it it is a great move for him but there the reason I put Dallas above Phoenix is because I I, I just when have we last seen a um a playoff where Chris Paul doesn't get in <laughs> I know <laughs> well but, you know what
0: they can afford that loss this time Because as long as they got somebody to bring the ball up, now you give it to Durant. Durant can supply them points. But it definitely helped Chris Paul. But I'm with you, man. you got him at the Clippers, and they're right there uh, getting ready to get over the hump. all of a sudden, with a hamstring or something like that. Now you bring in the Phoenix, and they're right there. And all of a sudden, it's his elbow or his arm. I'm with you on that. So let's hope that Chris Paul stays healthy. Because if he does, then they are a legitimate uh, force to be reckoned with.
1: But in my mind, like you, know, you say, okay, you got potential injury for Paul. Hopefully not, but he has a history of that when it counts. Kyrie, he, everything with him is up here, and he's shown that he can pull up here together when he needs to really do it, right? And he did it with Cleveland, with LeBron. I feel like Luka and him, if they could play some defense, and I mean, I think they lack some bigs, but the Celtics will beat them, and the Celtics will beat Phoenix too.
0: They don't have a leprechaun in in uh, Dallas to do that. Whether theirs is a horse or something like that, oh, a Mustang or whatever. What the that. You know, it's, it's they cow. don't have that. So <laughs> that's going to be their lacking. But you know what? They're taking something from our friend and one of our visitors in uh, Showtime with Coop is Bob McAdoo. Oh, the best. Bob McAdoo used to always talk about, you know what, Coop? I may not be able to play defense, but I can score. So their defense may be their scoring ability because those guys on any given night, can put it together and put up 70 points together, yeah, maybe no 80, because they can both go out and get it done.
1: But McAdoo could play defense. He just didn't, right, until the play. What out.
0: McAdoo you talking about? <laughs> Which one are you talking about? The one that played with me. he block a shot he here and there. Sons. But shit, people would take his ass to the hoop. But again, we knew that Mac was going to get it back at the other end. On the other when, end
1: when are <laughs> we having him? Fuck everything else, LeBron, everything. When are we having Bob McAdoo back on
0: you know what? I'm going to work hard to get him back on the show because I enjoy his antics, oh. too. I enjoy uh, listening to him Matthews. talk about today's player.
1: Yep. <laughs> I think Matthews was great, too. You should put the two of them on together. I know. That's what we did. Yeah, so, listen, I,
0: do you think, Nick, I'm going to ask hey. you this, is a serious question. Yeah. I'm going to say within the next four or five years, you think we'll ever see a Boston Laker final again?
1: Yes. And that would mean that the Lakers have a lot of work to do because we have – the Celtics have draft picks. The Celtics have young – I was looking at
0: it from the other side. The Celtics got a lot to do. They ain't winning shit. They got good talent. When the Lakers
1: put it together, which we will, it's going to be an easy road. You have no draft picks. You have no future. You're you're reliant upon an injured center and a 40-year-old scoring champ. I mean, the Celtics have 24- and 25-year-old superstars. That still
0: can't get it done. Oh, come that on. still can't get it Listen. done. Listen. I like Tatum and Brown, but they can't get it done. Show me. Show me the money. Isn't that what what agent said that? Show me the money? Yeah.
1: What would Red Auerbach say about them losing the way they did in the finals to the Warriors? I mean, they choked. Red would have been furious.
0: Red would have gave all of them cigar burners. He would have went to each one of them and put a cigar out oh. of all of
1: them. And Dr. Russ would have had... Woof, Clicquot in the Forum Club, and y'all would have toasted. <laughs> 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 oh, man. On that note, Coop, that was like around a the league in 15 minutes, bro. There you go. Uh, again, in the box, in the film carcass, whatever you want to call it, the
0: fat lady has sung, and that's the end of Showtime with Coop. And my man, Nick Gelser, he wants to be called his old name. Like the no, boss so Nick. <laughs> because that's what they are, the Celts. I don't really believe in them, but they're looking pretty good this year. Nick, have a wonderful one, man. Thank you, people, Coop, for listening to us. Happy Super Bowl
1: Sunday. Go Eagles.
0: Coming back. Uh, Kansas City, baby. All right. I All right, you. See you, Nick. Later, Coop. Okay.
1: Out.